0: And I love exploring these sorts of questions to inspire people to dream. Before I started Kiki K, I had a dream that I could bring Swedish design to the world to create beautiful products that bring sparks of joy into the everyday lives of millions. Now that I have achieved that dream, I want to help you dream big. I want to create a global movement to inspire 101 million dreamers to transform their lives and transform the world in return. Each episode, I'll be talking to some of the world's most inspiring people, exploring the powerful impact that dreaming has had on their lives. We'll be diving deep into the power of dreaming with real insights and ideas that you can use immediately to build a dream life of your own, whatever that means for you. This episode, I was so lucky to catch up with Tarin Brumfit, an incredible woman with a beautiful and infectious energy who is making huge global change. If you're not familiar with Tarin, she is an internationally recognized speaker and a passionate crusader behind the body image movement, teaching the world to love the skin they're in through educational resources, speaking events, and inspiring content. The body image movement believes that everyone has the right to love and embrace their body, regardless of shape, size, or ability. What a wonderful message. A best-selling author and director of the social change documentary, Embrace, Taryn's global crusade to end body dissatisfaction has seen her recognized by the United Nations women as well as being named alongside Beyonce and Emma Watson in Brigitte's magazine Woman of the Year. After paving her own journey to self-love, Taryn is now spreading the message of body positivity and self-love around the globe at a time when the world needs it the most. And with International Women's Day fresh in our minds, I couldn't imagine a better time to bring you this episode with a truly inspiring woman who is using her voice to empower others and encourage everyone to love the skin they're in. In this wonderful episode, you will learn about Taryn's own personal experience of learning to love her body, how to find the magic in parts of your body that you may not currently love. The important difference between moving your body and intense exercise. That embracing your body does not mean being unhealthy. It's about loving your body and doing the right things for you and your health. That you don't always have to stick to rigid rules to be healthy. The importance of looking after yourself first so you can be better service to others as well. The importance of checking in often with your goals and dreams. That we should all embrace more sparkle activities that bring us joy and make us feel alive. The power of pausing to appreciate all the wonderful things in your life and being grateful for what you have. How to change how we see our bodies. They are not just to be looked at. They are designed to feel and do and enjoy. And so much more. I know you're going to love this episode, so let's get right into it. Hi, Taryn. Thank you so much for joining me on our Dream Life podcast. I am so incredibly excited to be speaking to you. As am I. <laughs> to be speaking to you, not to oh, me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, so much to cover. I am so incredibly inspired by all that you are doing. But before we dig into that, I always ask my guests about their childhood in terms of, did you have any specific dreams? or was there anything
1: you wanted to become or do as a child? It's funny you say that because I was only speaking to a friend yesterday who's known me for a long time and we were talking about what we wanted to be when we grew up yeah. and the first memory I have was in reception so I would have been five <laughs> and I wanted to be a lion tamer. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from but then isn't it fascinating the next story on the next page and I, I see things visually so when I say the next page I remember writing about the kids in Ethiopia and that they had no food and no water so I must have seen something when I was very young that embedded straight into my heart, uh, that there are people who need our help. So I think that's been a big part of who I am from always uh, being raised by parents who tell me to do your bit in the world and do the right thing. But Yeah. yeah, a lion tamer and then a saver of people who haven't got food and water. So. I love that. I love that. So you
0: are spreading the incredible message of body positivity and self-love around the world. And today you seem to be the picture of confidence and someone who is happy in their skin, but that wasn't always the case, right? Mm. Can you share a little bit about your journey?
1: Yes. So I grew up, you know, in my teens and my twenties with a relatively positive body image. I mean, I still dieted. And I still wanted her body and I still wanted to lose the last five kilos. Mm -hmm. So that was still a part of who I was, but it wasn't until I had my children that everything changed because my body didn't go back. And for anyone who's listening who hasn't had children, your body will change regardless. You know, in life, we age, we evolve. So when I had my kids, I just, I hated the way my tummy looked and my boobs looked. And for years, I was so just deeply distressed about how ugly I looked when I looked in the mirror and I was embarrassed to be naked in front of my husband. I didn't want to go to the beach. It had just such a profound impact on my life and I stopped going out with friends. And then one day I thought, listen, I've got to fix this. And I went to the surgeon. I was going to get surgery to fix my boobs and my tummy. And a few weeks after that initial uh, appointment, I'd booked it in, it was all scheduled, ready to go, but I had this epiphany. I was watching my daughter play, and I thought, how am I going to teach Michaela to love her body if I can't love my body? Yeah. And if she, if I have surgery, what message will that send her? Like how will that change the relationship she has with her body as she gets older? So I cancelled surgery, but I was still plagued with the thought what does it feel like to have the perfect body? Would it make me happy? And that's when I did the bodybuilding competition, which is, I mean, never say never, right? Because if you had said to me in my 20s or 30s, you one day walk on a stage (laughs) in a bikini, I would have gone, not happening, no way. Like that's, who is that person even? And I guess this is the beauty of life, right? There's so many different plots and twists and different roads that we can go down and so much to learn from those really weird roads we sometimes walk down too.
0: yeah i love that because as i told you earlier on the plane here i was watching the australian story and i saw that and i was like wow that was that's so brave like what you have done in terms of everything that you shared is just incredibly brave not just because you're showing your body but a lot of people wouldn't even be able to kind of say things like this um, out loud so for anyone listening in terms of if they have similar thoughts and I guess challenges that you had, what are your biggest tips that our listeners can take on?
1: So I think we all need to remember that we weren't born into the world hating our bodies. Mm. This is not how we arrived. We have learned this so we can unlearn it. And I think for anyone listening who isn't loving their body and hating their body and, and battling against their body, They know how lousy that feels. It doesn't feel good. You're not truly stepping into your power as a a woman, a leader, a business person, a mother, a friend, if you are anchored down by those thoughts. So I think, first of all, acknowledging that. And then what I love to teach people to do is find the magic, you know, in the parts of their body that they hate. So my boobs haven't changed uh, since, you know, since those years that I hated them. I think think they've gone further south. (laughs) But... uh, but, you know, those breasts have fed 4,000 meals to my kids and my tummy that's squitchy, you know, housed three children, the legs that have got cellulite and stretch marks, they've run two marathons. Like yeah. these these bodies of ours are extraordinary. Yeah. And I just want everyone listening to really reconsider the relationship they have with their bodies. It's mm. their home. Yeah. It's your home. Yeah. You know, enjoy
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I often I sometimes when I speak talk about my twelve life rules. And I always talking about being healthy because that's your home and looking after your health in whatever you know mental health but also food and movement and all that combined makes makes your body you only have one
1: and, well, um, and that is loving and, and embracing your body because sometimes people get a little bit confused about what does it mean to embrace embracing does not mean sitting on the, the couch eating 20 donuts yeah. because I mean unless you've broken up with your boyfriend and you can do it for one night <laughs> but it, it's about nourishing your body to have you know lots of energy yeah and it's a it's also remembering that moving our bodies actually feels really good yeah I think we've got lost along the way that exercise is this thing that we do we've got it we've got to be really red and hot and sweaty exercise can be gently moving through nature and taking a hike or yeah. having a swim it, it's a beautiful thing to do yeah absolutely so I have noticed with people who I've been doing this now for nearly seven years there's been a real shift in a real trend into people coming back to their bodies yeah. and moving them more yeah. and looking after them more and that has amazing knock-on effect in not just for themselves but community society yeah. the world yeah absolutely yeah i've certainly seen that too like
0: in terms of of um, you know my children's school and how they are you know taught being healthy and looking after themselves physically and mentally So your book, Embrace, My Story from Body loather to Body Lover, soared to number one on Amazon, and you created the incredible crowdfunded Embrace documentary about body image, which has taken the world by storm, which is so amazing. Did you ever imagine your message would have
1: such a huge reach? On the Kickstarter, I actually titled the project Embrace, the documentary that would create global change. Yep and i actually remember thinking back then like really really can i will this actually be but there was a part of me that that believed that yeah. and then there was also a part of me that perhaps doubted it as as well yeah. a little bit i think putting it out there i'm a big believer in affirmations and i'm surrounded by them in my office yeah. um and i think having that as a title of the film was a really good seed uh, for then for what was to come And even in the beginning, talking about body image movement being a global movement of change, again, I remember saying that the first time and almost like not even being able to get the words out, like even laughing in my head and going, this is ridiculous, Taran. Who are you to think that you could create global change? Yeah. But I really do believe that sometimes we've got to fake it uh, until we become it. I think a- Amy Cuddy says that really well, Yeah. Not fake it until we make it, <clears throat> until we really become it. Yeah. So look, some of the success has blown my mind, you know, in Germany. I love that story because I love a good underdog story. Yeah. Um, we went number one at the box office in Germany. And to think that 52,000 Germans came to a cinema on opening night, yeah. it just, you know, it still gives me goosebumps. Yeah. But it was also about what it actually said. It meant that people all over the world and in particular in these countries were just done with hating their bodies. We're tired of it. We don't want to do it anymore. And that's what 52,000 people really said to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's such an amazing
0: story. I can so relate to it in terms of when you dream big. Yes, I'm all about dreaming big. But sometimes when you have those big dreams, even if you believe it, you will have doubts. So for mm. anyone listening, how do you deal with self-doubt? Because I know, you know, I was saying when I was walking in, seeing this amazing embrace poster on the wall here, and that you were just so brave, not just because you, you know, you put your body out there. A lot of people that I meet who are really struggling in finding whatever their dream life is it's not just about the body image it's about that confidence and actually finding what they love so what's your tip for our listeners on on how to find you know that confidence and self-belief and what they love
1: I'm a big believer in really looking after your body, your home and yeah. nourishing yourself and getting enough sleep and, and filling up your cup because you can't be of service to others unless you look after that. So yeah. I think that is priority number one. And if I think back to all the times in my life where I was trying to push a project along and it was hard and it wasn't working, it was at times where I was working to one, two, three in the morning and it would It wasn't the right project. So I think one of the things that we can all do is we can have our goals, we can have our dreams, but I I think it's critical that people assess all of the time, daily, weekly, how am I feeling? Does this still feel like the right dream that I'm chasing? Yeah, yeah. Because I I know too many people that have just stayed on that course and got to the end and and kind of gone, this is not actually what I wanted. So really having that time to, to journal, to reflect, to think, how how does this feel now that yeah. I'm 12 months into this project? Yeah. Is this really where I want to be? Yeah. I do a lot of that. But it always comes back down to looking after you and, yeah. and putting yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, I meet
0: a lot of people being out and about speaking a lot. I I meet a lot of people who are really amazing in school. They go into the best schools and then they do an amazing degree that they spend you know, so much effort to get and then they – you know, get a good job, and then they make. They might be the supporter for the family, and then all of a sudden they realize, you know, this was the teacher's dream, or so the parent's dream, or, yeah. or a dream that perhaps you started with, but realized that this is not what I want. And spe- specifically, what what I tend to meet is a lot of lawyers that you know got into that because they were really good, and then um, they that's not what they wanted. So, Absolutely, yeah. and
1: one of the regrets of the dying, you know, Bronnie Ware, <laughs> the palliative care nurse, was that 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 people lived a life that wasn't theirs. Yeah. And I often try and get audiences to reflect right here, right now, you know, at the end of your life, what, what are you going to be thinking about? Yeah. You know, what do you want to have achieved? Yeah. Um, what aren't you doing that you want to be saying yes to? How, yeah. How can you stand up? How can you get on the dance floor first? How can you jump into the ocean and not care? How can you really connect with that sense of freedom? Yeah. I think that's a big part of the success that I have had is really backing myself as well and getting a handle on... I was a high school dropout. English was my worst subject. I couldn't speak in a boardroom. I would be, my fingers would shake. And now I'm standing on big stages in front of audience and loving it. And I really, truly believe that it is just is being kind to yourself yeah. and also making mistakes and sharing them too, you know, yeah. being vulnerable, I think is a big part of every good leader. Yeah, And it's so nice to relate to, isn't it? When yeah. you see someone else, you know, their wheels fall off and you're like, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> Absolutely. And
0: um, and it's funny with the, the public speaking, um, I get that question all the time, how do you get better? And I think one is is practicing in mm-hmm. terms of the more you do it the better because you know i absolutely hated it to start with now i love it i, don't, yeah. I don't, it doesn't even like i don't know you know i'm, I'm about to go you. on the stage in, <laughs> in an hour and you know I'm, i'll make it you know, on time right but uh, but just the more you do it and i think that's for every everything that we do of course in life and you know when i was i was watching australian story i think you said that but i watched so much of you so i'm not sure if it was actually just on from that one but that you you know you never work through Film, and you never done a documentary, and you know, you had no idea, and that's how I felt like in terms of with, um, with Kiki K. Like, I dreamt really big, but of mm. course, it was like you know, I said to first journalists that I was gonna have 35 stores, and I was like, I felt sick on my way home. <laughs> and I said to Paul, you know, I said to the journalists because I truly believe that we're gonna have a global, yeah. you know, global business. But then, you know, having one store and say that we we're going to the first step was like 35 and I, I,
1: I really felt sick. But then yeah, of um, here we are. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the other thing is that you need to get out of your own way. You know, yeah. it's only us that holds us back from yeah. doing what we want to do. Yeah, Of course, there's outside influences and we need to manage those people as well Yeah, and be ruthless around, you know, removing to- toxic people yeah. from your life Absolutely. Um, and finding a tribe and surrounding yourself with the best. So, you now founded the Body Image
0: Movement Organization. Can you share with our listeners a little bit what that is about? Yeah,
1: sure. So, we are creating content. And products that help people to embrace their bodies. Yep. So we're we're financing at the moment our next documentary, Embrace Kids, which oh, is so important. We're going to make that in 2020, release it in 2021. We've got a kids song we just released a few months ago. Which oh wow! It's so much fun. We've actually just made it into a book, which gets released next year. So my my focus really at the moment is getting content that really cuts through and gets into the hearts and minds of our kids yeah, because they live in this world where they're feeling so disconnected in relationships with others and themselves. And it's truly heartbreaking. Mm. I spend so much time in schools and the stories that I've heard just leave me with a wet cheek is how I describe it. Every time I leave a school, I have tears from their tears, from my tears, I'm part of me is furious um, that there are the billion dollar industries that are just putting profit before people, and our kids are suffering, and mental health issues are on the increase. Steroid use is on the increase, eating disorders. It's a huge problem. Mm. So, my focus at the moment with body image movement is creating the content that yeah. will cut through, and we know we can. We, yeah. We've, you know, we we're quite bold with our decision making. <laughs> oh, of course, with so our I creativity think, as well. I have
0: no doubt. So, so for any parents listening, what are the tips for kids? Because that is that is a definitely something as parents, because often the kids obviously model their parents, and yeah. if the parents don't love their you know. Similar to what you said about your daughter. So, what's the tips for parents who are listening to deal with that in terms of making sure that their kids
1: love their bodies? Yeah, so just remembering that they are the kings and queens to their kids, and their kids are looking up to them and they're like sponges. They're taking it all in. So, if you want to say something negative about your body, do not do it in front of your child. Remove the scales. Don't talk about weight. Talk about what your body can do, how your body feels. If your child is young and they come to you and say, you know, do I look pretty in this dress, turn around and say, I just want to know what are you going to do in this dress? Yeah. We need to help our kids get reconnected to their bodies and their lives. I think the dieting, we know it doesn't work, so model positive behavior around food you know yeah. food nourishes you yeah some foods make you feel not so great so perhaps not eating those foods and, yeah. and, and having a plate that's nourishing and full of rainbow don't go for a run because you ate the chocolate cake go yeah. for a run because you love running in nature you know yeah. there's just all these things that we can do as as parents yeah I think the best thing is though for kids to watch their mums and dads enjoy their body so yeah running, dancing, skipping, swimming, just just being, you know, I think that's incredibly infectious. And it was actually one of the tipping points for body image movement and even for minds for my own mindset when I had moments of can I really create a movement of positive change? And every time I heard a story of someone who was once sidelined in life and now that they're doing, I just feel so inspired by that because you know someone when they're embracing, Mm. you know, they're in their sweet spot. You know, we have 28,000 days on the planet if we're Mm. really lucky, so let's use them and enjoy this very short, precious life. So, yeah, just have fun don't yeah. take it all too seriously no, parents no. and anyone for that matter
0: yeah absolutely I love that because in my book I have um if you were to die in three years time considering that our health is the same mm. what would you do differently today because sometimes I think we kind of wait for you know the perfect year or the perfect week or the perfect day yeah. and then you know we are so we are so good at filling our days yes. I like to try, try not to use the word busy but you know a lot <laughs> not of people nor do I the
1: b word the <laughs> yes. b word
0: <laughs> and I think, you know, when you, if you think about that, if you were to die in three years' time, what would you do differently today? We would definitely spend less time on our phones and we Absolutely. would definitely spend less time you know, criticizing our bodies or ourselves or whatever it is. And then really make it, it, often connects, when I think about that, it often connects me to the heart versus like, you know, also a bit of an A type personalities like us who sometimes think a little bit too
1: much with our heads. Sure. Um, it's also quite helpful. I actually call them sparkle activities. I know that sounds really <laughs> cheesy and fluffy like sparkle, but it's, I'm always encouraging people to find an activity that just brings them that joy and that, oof, that feeling of being alive. Because yeah. I think, as kids, we do that so well. We're caring less about what anyone else thinks when we're really young and yeah. we just do it. Yeah. We, we dance and we sing and you know, we see mud and we jump through. I did that the other day. I was taking my dog for a walk in, in nature up a hill and there was mud. And I was like, I am walking through it. I'm not walking around it. And I was squelching in the mud. You're just having fun, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. What activity have you always wanted to do, but you've just been held back? Write it down, journal yeah. it, work towards it. Yeah. And then I think it gives you that really good feeling of being alive and you think, what else can I do? Yeah sparkle activities you know it could be stand up paddle boarding it could be learning a new language it could be learning to dance at your local community church for six weeks in a row whatever yeah do something yeah because what I don't want people to do is get to the end of their lives and go oh I should have done more I should have I should have had more joyous times yeah absolutely yeah I couldn't agree more one of my
0: mentors Robin Sharma he has his thing don't live the same year 75 times and Call it alive. So when I read that, I was like, I'm actually going to do something really different each year. So one year I actually did mentoring with him. That was one of my dreams. One year I did a year no alcohol, and this year I'm I'm about to run a half a marathon next year, which is so out of my comfort zone. I can't even believe that I'm actually saying it on this podcast. <laughs> because I'm not a runner, and you know I am. I. I
1: am a runner now. <laughs> yeah, but see, even when I ran the marathon, I was. This is only what three or four months ago yeah. I ran a marathon. And I'm like, I, I'm not a runner. Yeah. I said, But something changes. You might actually find yourself enjoying some of the ones because that's what happened to me. I'm like, I think I'm becoming a runner.
0: Yeah. What I love is when we we actually – you know, like if two, if if someone asked me two years ago if I was even considering running a half marathon, it was like no way. Like I wouldn't even. It's not even in my interest. Like not <laughs> even because I love yoga. I love walking. Like love nature. Like I can mm. walk for weeks, no problem. Yep. But the running, I was like, no, that's a bit boring. And yep. yeah. But now I'm actually really enjoying, and right. you know, being a, being an all or nothing personality too. I'll get I'll get straight into it. So, yeah. um, but I'm not loving it. But I am. Um, there are
1: some runs that are uh, and after, of course, you love it. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think when you do things that you think that you can't do yeah, and then you do them, it really opens up your eyes to what else am I saying no to yeah. or, or how else am I limiting myself yeah. in life? Yeah. So I think that's what happens when you do push yourself outside the comfort zone. It's like doing the Sydney Skinny, the nude swim. Yeah. I didn't embrace <laughs> at the end. I mean, when, when Nigel Marsh, the, the co-founder of Earth Hour, where you flick off your lights, yep. um, and founder of the Sydney Skinny, asked me to do that event. I was like, I, I hung up on him to begin with because I thought he, I literally thought he was a stalker. <laughs> and then I found out who he was. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. You are actually an extraordinary human being. And I did this swim. And honestly, my <laughs> whole life I would have gone, there is no way I could swim in front of Stranger's nude yeah that's just not happening yeah and then you come out of that swim you're like oh my goodness what else am I saying no to what else can I say yes to now it's a real it's a real powerful yeah
0: absolutely and that's why I love dreaming because I think dreaming sometimes and I always ask the questions what would you do if you couldn't fail you know if you Mm. think you could you know if you could do it what would we actually like to do and if you had all the money the resources the knowledge and the skills and the time and the energy to do anything you like Mm. in life what would you do and I think when you get into that kind of mindset then you 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 will you know connect to all the stuff that you actually want to do but sometimes i'm not sure if yeah. you can't do it so yeah, so absolutely. yeah i love that so very much aligned with that mm-hmm. so do you have any simple tips for getting active for people each day i think you'll cover that in some ways but um, if there's any
1: specific ones uh, look i think it's about having no rules i still meet people who go to the gym six days a week and they hate it yeah i'm like why are you doing that yeah there are 101 ways to move our, our amazing bodies um so have no rules if you feel like walking walk Um, some days I feel like lifting heavy weights and that's exactly what I do I think it's when I'm feeling like oh I've got all this in my system where do I where do I put it it I won't take it home to husband or I won't take it to a co-worker I'll take it to the gym then there's other days I need to be uh, quiet and I feel like I need to be restorative of of my body so then I do yoga yeah so just Mm -hmm. really get in touch with yourself And consider when you are about to do some activity, what is it that I feel like doing today? Yeah. It sounds really simple. Yeah. But it was actually quite life-changing for me to not have rules around how I should move. Yeah. Because I used to have rules. Movement for me, exercise meant that I had to be sweaty. I would have to puff. I'd have to be red. Um, (laughs) You know, it was all about the heart rate and where it was. But but now it's just how can I best move my body for what I need right now today? Yeah, yeah.
0: I love that. So, self kindness and self love are obviously hugely important to you, and this is something that is very close to my heart as well. What simple self
1: care and self love techniques can you share with our listener that works for you? Mm-hmm. Sleep is priority number one. Yeah, I get eight and a half hours every night. Yeah, I, I think also is self care doesn't have to be these big acts of. Going, for, I'm going for a massage. I do, I do get one of them in every week because yep. that's a priority too. Yep. Self-care could be as simple as when I have a busy day uh, three times throughout the day I, I put an alarm in my phone yeah. to take two minutes out to meditate. That's all. Yeah. And it's amazing when you are on the run and the B word, when you are busy. Yeah how you've actually forgotten to breathe properly Mm. and how just even one minute three times a day can make an enormous impact It just reground you. Um, You'll often see me out uh, taking my shoes off walking on grass. Yes, I love that. Again, just to to take some, you know, I I work at this frenetic pace and I have huge amounts of energy. So sometimes I'm like, oh, what do I do with all of this? And that's all I need. I just need to calm myself down. Massage, of course, dancing. Yeah. You know, I put the song on in the lounge room and crank up, you know, it's as loud as it can go and just dance, you yeah. know, even just for a couple of songs. Yeah. So I guess it's movement again. Yeah. And and laughing. Look, I think we take life a little too seriously sometimes. Yeah. And we take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. So hanging out with a girlfriend, having a laugh. Yeah. 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 Just not taking it all too seriously. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we talk about healthy, fueling our bodies I had a gut health doctor on our podcast and the way she said it was like um, she was talking about gut health and uh, what I loved about it and something I speak to the kids about every day and a little bit sick of it's like you should see your gut health as you have a pet in there and you're feeding it nicely you (laughs) know every day because you know we look after our pets sometimes better than we look after ourselves
1: yes (laughs) my dog would say (laughs) yes to that
0: (laughs) and then um, so then uh, you know um, she was talking about that you should have I don't know what amount of vegetables but I always said to the kids you know let's aim for 15 if you mm-hmm. get half they're fantastic mm-hmm. and sometimes as they were kids they used to, sometimes when they were younger they used to go to my little herb garden and just get a few just to get up to 15 but are it we talking wasn't, 15 a day yeah but there oh, was that, more that's yeah, extraordinary yeah, people <laughs> yes that is extraordinary but I was just kind of aiming to kind of really thinking about you know can we have some veggies at the, at the breakfast mm-hmm. and lunch and you know it was more about having that kind of mentality you know sure. sometimes it's only two it, it, it yes. wasn't really about the number it was just more like we had a bit we have like we you said what vegetables have we had today just mm. more to to kind of see that as part of our food versus yes. you know thinking about the package things and I was curious to know if you have like a meal that is like a fast but healthy meal mm. having oh, kids
1: yeah I do um, I have a couple actually on the go tacos in a bowl is yep. something I do a lot of so that's it's like a taco but it's yep. deconstructed you yep. throw it all in a bowl and there's lettuce and there's tomato and there's guacamole and there's cheese and it's fast and usually I just do a big batch of the, the meat yep. uh, and freeze some and then literally just pull it out yep. get a couple of taco shells crunch him in my hand yep. and throw all of that you know the goodness mm. in so that's definitely a go-to. Yeah, yeah. At, soup is also a big one in winter. In fact, it's summer here in Australia. and I'm about to make a soup this weekend because I'm not a fan of vegetables. Yeah. So I have to. You were just earlier there's a big green drink on my desk, and I try and get my greens in other ways. Yeah. But if you put broccoli on my plate, can't yeah. eat it. Cauliflower, can't eat it. Brussels sprouts, can't eat it. Peas, can't eat it. I'm terrible. Ah. I think I was made to eat my vegetables when I was young and I've got a real – I think I need hypnotherapy to get over my <laughs> – get over my – Or maybe have, have
0: them as a, as a drink. You know, you can have a lot of greens into I have to drink. find other yeah. ways. So that's why. Yeah. Soup, uh, juice i blend yeah i do and another thing that i do with um like uh, broccoli and cauliflower is um roast them in the oven because it yeah. becomes a bit crunchy it's like yeah. the same with kale i yes. love kale chips Actually, i don't mind kale chips
1: especially with the salt you yeah. know on top yeah. and a bit of chili as yeah, well absolutely, so there yeah.
0: are ways to dress up yeah. vegetables but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting yeah. so it struck me a few years ago that as kids we we're really good at dreaming mm. and then when we become adults we you know we fill our days so much that we kind of forget about our dreams Mm -hmm. so one of my dreams is to inspire 101 million people to write down three dreams and then go and chase them because I think life is way too short not to fulfill some of your dreams you don't want to get to the end of your life, and die with regrets. Absolutely. So with that in mind, what are three dreams that you would like to still achieve? Because I know you've done so many already, but what are three that comes to mind? It can be very simple, it can be...
1: I definitely have a dream to create a global magazine called Embrace, where we share each other's stories. Yep. That's a that's a big dream. And, and having a large team as well around me. Yeah, Body Image Movement has been, it's been a really small team for such a long time. And I'm, I'm really ready now to be surrounded by lots of people. I yep. really enjoy that kind of energy. So yeah, a magazine. Dream. This is a really tricky one. Do you know why? Because I you're living your dream life, aren't you? Correct. Yeah. This is, it's If I want something, I'm just like, I'm just going to go do that. Yeah. Um, it's a funny relationship I have with dreams because everything that I want, I go and get it. Yeah. It's not even a, I, yeah. I don't have, my husband, my optimism sometimes drives my husband a bit crazy because like, there's, no, there's no barriers yeah. to where I need
0: yeah. to be which I love and your sister said that too in the in the Australian story that I just watched that you she said that you were like that and I think I'm similar to that too yeah. so I think we
1: were meant to meet. Yeah. Same here. So I mean when we talk about dreams you know I have dreams for the body image movement. I want to create a magazine. I I want to make several more documentaries. Yeah. And I guess one of the the dreams around the work dream is to be able to self-finance, independently finance all the the docos that I want to make. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of freedom for me yeah. is having that independence and we we often rely on lots of other people and community to fundraise and that's lovely. But I also would love one day just to stand on our own two feet and go, we want to make a film and let's go into production tomorrow. Yeah. You know, Embrace Kids, I've been financing it for 17 months. Yeah. It's taken so much energy and so much time and it's been beautiful don't get me wrong but i want the choice one day yeah. to say how am i going to finance my next film yeah. community and everybody and all this time or am i just <coughs> going to take money out of the bank that i've earned yeah. and make the film yeah. so that that is actually a really big dream yeah. for me yeah
0: yeah that's a really nice nice dream i think that a lot of people will have that especially like financial freedom whatever that is for each individual to have mm. that kind of choice to do mm. what they love is absolutely Um, a lot of people's dreams so Mm. a lot of people can relate to that so I think you are
1: feel like you you are really living your dream life now right now yeah 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 absolutely yeah I often don't feel like I want for much yeah. As in I've I've got great health. I've got, you know, three kids who have got great health. And I feel incredibly grateful every day to do what I do. Like I love what I do. You know, there's just no crossover between work and personal life. There's no off or on. It's yeah. all a, a beautiful blend of sometimes chaos and crazy. Yeah. But mostly beautiful and rich and abundant. You know, it's a really special life. Yeah. And I think again, you know, anyone who's listening. I think what lots of people need to do is to stop and pause and reflect about what they've got because a lot of people consider what they haven't got and and what they want. Yeah. But if you, you know, it's that whole grateful, you know, and that journaling and I know that that's your life. But I think we could all perhaps if we're not doing it, do it or do it more. Yeah. Is pause just go hey this is pretty good yeah you know in Australia probably same in Sweden in terms of the human race we can walk down the street and feel relatively safe yeah you know we've got everyone is listening to this I'm assuming has got a roof over their head and food on their plate yeah wow
0: yeah and the the freedom to actually choose because not everyone has that (laughs) absolutely exactly yeah yeah Yeah. something I like to share with readers in my book is that I found great inspiration from the dreams and experiences of others you must have met so many inspiring people over the years so I would love to know
1: who inspires you Mm. I think everyday people that I meet inspire me I think there's inspiration all around and I think if we're in tune to that that you'll find beauty and inspiration in the most unusual of places. Yeah. So, look, whilst I have, you know, the, the women that I look up to, you know, people like Emma Isaacs, we we're talking about her. Yes. For, for her, yeah. I think she's extraordinary. Yeah, she's been on this podcast, so yeah. anyone listening can
0: listen to her. Yeah. Love uh, her.
1: Yeah. Oprah. Yeah. Of course. You know, she's on going, my list? <laughs> don't get on the list. I'll hold the microphone <laughs> when you go to her. Call no, me up for no. your assistance. Of course. <laughs> I'll I think be there'll be a few people in the room. But <laughs> I will have a. I will I, all of a sudden have 15 I've got PAs. first impressions. Okay, I've got first dibs <laughs> on that one. Um, you know, even people like Madonna. It sounds you know, this this pop culture. Madonna, she's been someone who's reinvented herself and pushed the boundaries her entire life. She yes. says no to the rules, and she's done it her way. And she's been a woman who has actually impacted me from a very very young age. I love her strength and her power. Uh, She doesn't always do everything that I love, but that's okay. I think this is the thing about human beings. We don't have to be so black and white. I think we can take what we love and leave the rest. Yeah,
0: I so agree.
1: But, uh, yeah, Madonna, I, I do find her very inspirational. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Now I know what I was going to say before. So I often hear people say, "You know, Kiki K is such a great, big global business now, and your life must be perfect." Mm. And it is in so many ways. If I, you know, if we go back to what we just spoke about before, roof of my head and stuff. But I also wanted to to reinforce that everyone who lives their dream life, like you and me, also have our days where. Things are not great. Mm. And uh, I was actually um, preparing an Instagram post on my way here because I often hear that, you know, Kiki K is so amazing, which it is, and that my life must be absolutely perfect. You know, two healthy kids, a great partner, amazing friends, getting to, to meet people like you, it's all amazing. But there are days where I'm struggling and there are days, of course, when things are up and down. And I think it's a reminder to everyone listening that everyone who looks to have a perfect life also struggles absolutely and and we're human like everyone else so for anyone struggling what are your little tips I think we're coming back to the movements yeah in terms of getting out in nature but is there any other things that you could add to that list
1: yeah I think sometimes we actually in those you know those dark days don't do anything yeah (laughs) sometimes I think we think oh we should do this and do this and do this it could be as simple and I haven't done it for such a long time but I know that it's there if, if I need to is take a day and watch movies, yeah, one, two, three movies, whatever, get the popcorn out, and just do nothing. Just yeah. be still. I think it's really also not allowing yourself to get to the point of breakdown, I think, or burning out, yeah, but I haven't burnt out and and it's been a pretty full on pace now for nearly seven years yeah. straight, but that's because I take lots of little nourishing breaks along the way, you yeah. know weekends away, or um a week, you know overseas or on a beach somewhere i mean not not fancy holidays but yeah. just somewhere that i can breathe yeah i think uh putting that sort of plan in place in your life and even putting in your calendar and your diary the moments to pause can be very uh helpful to not let the wheels
0: fall yeah. off yeah absolutely. but when they do
1: you know just think what do i need to do right now yeah. to get myself yeah. through this yeah there, i mean there's so many ways that we can life yeah. hack Absolutely.
0: I couldn't agree more. And I think one of the things, so last night I I had a bit of a crazy day yesterday so I just spent like maybe four hours just walking I love, I love nature and I love fresh air and you know I get so much inspiration but also another thing that I do is listening to podcasts because I often hear so many inspiring podcasts about anything could be business but it yeah. could also be fitness it could be health whatever it is and another thing that I do is on Sundays I don't book anything in terms I let myself sleep in mm-hmm. I love reading like yeah. that's one of my absolute passions, so sometimes I spend a whole day just reading, and that is I think just allowing ourselves and and I think sometimes it's it's crazy that we actually think that that's so special because it, we are in control of our own lives.
1: absolutely. Just when you said reading what came up for me then, and I'm, I'm glad that it did, sometimes I take my kid's bean bag yeah. and I put it in the car and I get a book. And I go to a park and I sit myself under a tree and I read. Yeah. And it's the most, like, just listening to the trees swaying yeah. and just being out in fresh air and also the comfort of, of a beanbag. Yeah, like yeah. Back, it's yeah. really fun. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. So through all the incredible work that you do, you've been named a Woman of the Year finalist amongst the likes of Beyonce and Emma Watson. I have to ask, how do you feel about that?
1: Ah. Uh, I mean I do I do quite like them both Um, (laughs) I wish they were on speed dial in my phone (laughs) that's what I wish that meant uh you know to be honest you know the things like the awards and the recognition of course it's it's lovely and it's nice but it's it's not it's not what really drives me or makes me feel extraordinary I think that comes through you know getting stopped in aisle nine at the supermarket and a woman starts crying and says, you know, you've changed my life. And I mean that that to me, even just thinking about those moments, they're the real moments for yeah, me. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah I mean Beyonce is pretty cool, but so is the person in aisle nine at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. In terms of
0: rituals, I'm a real big believer in in kind of getting some structure you know, talking about Emma Isaac, who's winging it every day, I'm yeah. kind of the, a little bit of the opposite because I feel like I need some kind of structure and I love my mornings and get mm. my head around things. Mm. Have you got some rituals that you kind of live by? And when I say live by, of course, we're, we're not perfect in any way. Oh,
1: of course, because the first thing that comes up when we talk about rituals for me is I am inconsistent in my rituals. That might make them not a ritual if it's
0: inconsistent. No, I think that's Um, good because I think that's that shows everyone that you know you don't have to like I have my morning ritual, but I only have that if I sleep well. So sleep is number one and then the ritual is number two. Yes. So I completely so I think that's perfect way to start.
1: Yeah, okay. Well thank you. And I do have, you know, what what is best practice for me. I I know when I'm I'm ticking all the boxes that I'm feeling most amazing and that is when I move every day. Yeah when I meditate every day, when my food that I eat is super nourishing, when I have enough sleep, when I have enough fresh air. I mean, they're my kind of my non-negotiables and sleep always leads the way for me. I just know when you're operating on five, six or seven hours, it's just not enough for me. I'm yeah. not at my best. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've been trying to be a morning person my entire life. Um, I've read all the books <laughs> and <laughs> I think this year has probably been my best year in terms of really adopting that set your alarm a little bit earlier, have that time for myself. But I've also actually noticed that I did tidy my desk before you came today um, but I do work well in chaos yeah I do yeah. I, I do I leave everything to the last minute and then I, I seem to work right in my sweet spot yeah so there's a bit of push and pull with that yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah those are probably my five rituals yeah. that I live by yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: love them thank you for sharing So I'd like to finish off by asking you a few questions that I know our listeners would love to hear you answer. If you could give one piece of advice to the next generation to help them live their dream life, what would you say? That your body is
1: not an ornament. It Mm. is the vehicle to your dreams. Love that. What does that actually mean? Well, it means that we're not just here to be looked at uh, and admired. We we need to get back into our bodies and uh, feel and do and contribute. Like this, this body of ours, it is just a vehicle. It just takes us places. It yeah. just moves us towards the things that we want to do. It's. It's all about the feeling. You know, in life that's what we need to be connected with first and foremost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And actually it brings me back to a question that I thought of as I was researching more of you. I always has been so inspired by your story and your movement. One thing that that I still Because it's so removed from my world and my family's dieting. Like I actually kind of forgot, you know, that people are actually still dieting and Mm. thinking about calories and, you know, restricting because I think you can eat as much as you like as Mm. long as it's the right food Mm -hmm. and the stuff. So for anyone who is on that treadmill, because I obviously Mm. realize that there are a lot of people out there still doing that, Mm. what are your tips to kind of get out of that mindset? Because that is just so, in my my world, so wrong I wouldn't even – consider counting calories so it's you know and I think fat is really good for us in terms of if it's the right fat so for anyone listening
1: who is in that trap of that diet or cycle what would you say I think it, it comes back to again how is the dieting and being on that treadmill how does that make you feel yeah like just stop and just think about that to go on the diet to lose the weight to put the weight back on to go on another diet and do that over and over and over again yeah. that that's it's exhausting yeah. no wonder women are so tired yeah. if they're doing that so i think acknowledging that it's not working and diets you know the first three letters of diet is die i think it's a sign right? yeah die diet
0: <laughs> yeah. don't do it no.
1: stop it um i think it's also getting yourself educated there are so many books and resources out there if you want to learn about intuitive eating and intuitive movement, which is what you spoke about, yeah. you know, the good fats and eating the foods that feel good, fueling yeah. yourself. It's not that complicated. Yeah. The world has, I guess, the billion-dollar industries have tried to bamboozle us a little bit and confuse us and, and try this diet and don't eat this meat with this dairy or this with the. I mean, it's you know your body. Better than anyone else on the planet. Better than any doctor. Yeah. You know your body. Yeah. When does your body feel good? Yeah. What are the foods that you're eating? Yeah. You know those answers, yeah, yeah. whoever's listening. Yeah. So do more of that. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it.
0: I am such an avid reader and I know you are too. So I'm always interested to know, do you have a favorite book?
1: Mm. And if you do, why? But see, the problem here is I read 50 books at a time. My my next to my book. We are so it's, similar. It's like myself. this high. It's like, I'm sorry, guys, a meter high <laughs> of, of different books. So, gosh, what am I reading at the I've I've got Emma Isaacs Winging It sitting there. I've got Mia Friedman's book there. I've got Vashti's book. Oh, gosh. I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, sorry, I, kind no, of, I can't fun. think of it. I've got 30,000 books over there. Look, I've got my shit therapist over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. yeah you are so
0: similar to me because i read so many books at the same time and sometimes when people ask me that i'm like oh i actually don't know what i'm reading because i'm reading so many at the same time but that's i love that
1: yeah michelle obama's books yeah. there if you name any inspiring woman to me right now i have her book next to my bed and that is what i'm reading and i just <laughs> i get little snippets every yeah. night yeah um, and yeah, i love
0: that because you know and some people who don't read books like we do think yeah. that that's crazy but that is because I'm kind of I want to read what I'm in the mood for because sometimes I'm in oh, the mood for self-help and sometimes for the business and sometimes just like cookbooks you know like correct yeah I'm the same yeah <laughs> I think it's we need called to intuitive today.
1: reading yeah, I guess exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> I would love to know if you have a favorite Kiki K product or a favorite station products being a you know stationery crazy
1: curl i I definitely do have a favorite kiki k product it's the paper paper lovers book Yes, it's on yeah. my desk. I have two in my office and I have two at home. And I'm always pulling out little notes and putting in my kids' lunch boxes. Um, and sometimes I even write myself a note. When I'm traveling, I write Matt a note. Yeah. That is my favorite product because yeah. it's like a thousand products in one book.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really yeah. cool, that yeah. one. <laughs> Thank you. I love that too. And it's always so good. You know, I sometimes have one in my car because sometimes when you're on your way somewhere and you just wanted to do you know, have a little gift together or flowers or something, you can always tear something out and write a little message. This is a
1: good idea because Mm -hmm. I often go past, if I see a friend's car, I'll go pick a flower and put it on the Ah. windscreen. In fact, my friend said the other day... Stop putting flowers in my car all the time because it <laughs> happens all the time when I see a car. So now I'm going to put a Kiki K in my bag, in my car Perfect. and then I can do that. Unless she can put, add that to her um, mission board if, start, unless yeah. it's raining. I'll start putting <laughs> stickers on her car,
0: see how she likes that. <laughs> I think she's going to love it. I would love it anyway. Yeah. One last question for you. Yeah. If you could go back to your younger self, say when you're in your late teens, what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now?
1: oh oh there's a couple of things that spring to mind definitely your body is not an ornament it is the vehicle to your dreams you know go out there and do it but I think also the other one is is anything that you want is yours to go and collect yeah I love that just go and grab it yeah go and get it yeah anything you want yeah why not why not yeah yeah
0: That is a beautiful way of ending this super inspiring episode. I cannot tell you enough how grateful I am first to see you in person and then secondly for, you know, taking your time. But what you're doing is just so amazing globally and the people you have touched so far is just so touching and so amazing and everything that we mentioned and all the other amazing things that we even haven't got to, I think we need to get you back on an episode. will obviously be part of our show notes for anyone listening who wants to find out more because i think your message is just so important and especially for the young generation i think social media is affecting kids more than ever obviously with this kind of first yeah. you know young generation going through that and i think you know having the right body image and the the right self love is so important to live the dream life that they want to do so the foundation of everything yeah absolutely so thank you so oh much for God. all that you are doing thank and you. for being part of this
1: oh it's my absolute pleasure thanks thank you
0: wow i just loved chatting with Taryn. i will definitely have to get her back on this podcast as i feel we just scraped the surface of all the things we could have discussed Hopefully you found some inspiration in our conversation and you are feeling empowered to embrace and love your body and yourself that little bit more. Self-love and self-care are so important and yet it's often something we forget about as our schedule becomes more and more full. I just love Taryn's advice that self-care should be simple and that we should enjoy ourselves when getting active and fueling our body. I love how Taryn encouraged us to remember that our body is not an ornament, it's the vehicle to our dreams. What a wonderful way to think of our incredible bodies. As you may know, I believe everyone has the ability to live the life of their dreams and I truly believe that getting to know and love yourself along with checking with your dreams and goals often is a huge step towards creating your dream life as well as my Your Dream Life Starts Here book and journal, which are full of tips and inspiration to help you on the path to living the life of your dreams, We have also just released a beautiful new self-collection of Kiki K, which is perfect for anyone looking to begin their own self-care journey or anyone wanting to prioritize themselves more. Be sure to check it out at kiki-k.com. And if you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe for plenty more inspiration and don't forget to tell us what you thought by leaving us a review. I would love your support with my big crazy dream to inspire 101 million people to write down three dreams on paper and go and chase them. So please help us sharing our podcast with the hashtag 101 million dreamers. And if you love it, please share it on your social media and please tag me as well so I can cheer you on. And if you want to see more about what's happening in my world, you can follow me on Instagram at Christina Kiki K. Until next time, don't forget to dream big and chase your dreams.